Hello, welcome to One Good Idea. I'm here with my sister, Madeline, and my wife, Casey. Today, we're going to talk about sports and what it's taught us about leadership. So, Casey uh, played Division I softball at Lipscomb University. I played baseball at Belmont University, and Maddie played high school softball. Uh, she's going to go play college softball at DePaul University, which is a D3 school in Indiana, which is now my home state, but uh, decided not to do that. So we've been playing sports for a while, and we thought we'd just talk about our experiences in sports and what it's taught us about leadership. So Maddie, why don't you go ahead and start us off, talk about your experience in sports and what that taught you about leadership. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the the obvious one uh, that sports teaches us uh, to be good leaders is teamwork. You know, so like as a leader, learning uh, teamwork from sports, uh, it kind of helps me with um, delegation, uh, helps with team building, um, kind of helps, you know, just keep, keep the engagement high and motivation um, with my team. So, you know, that's, that's probably the big obvious one. Um, the other the other big one is, is communication. Obviously, for sports, you have to communicate with each other if you're in a team sport or communicate with your coach if you're in an individual sport. So those are my big two ones. Casey, why don't we go to you? Talk about your experience in sports and what has taught you about leadership. So I would say my experience is just growing up around the game, being constantly in it from the time I was little of having three older sisters and just kind of being knee deep in it my whole life. I've seen a lot of different coaches, instructors, and leaders, and um, I've been fortunate enough to have some really great coaches to look up to and um, kind of follow their leadership. And I would say what I learned personally just from my own experiences of trying to be a leader, you know, as I got older on teams and through some great coaches. Um, the biggest thing that I would say I took away was leading um, through your actions and being a servant leader, being willing to be the one that'll step forward and say, hey, I'm going to do that. I'm going to take responsibility. I'm going to work hard and kind of having other people buy into that and and follow up on that. So I would say that's what I saw in leaders and really respected and something that I really tried to follow and model myself was just going out working hard and being accountable and putting in the work so that others could see that and they could follow that and not being the one to, you know, be the last to do something, be the last to grab gear, you know, when something needs done, you you hop on and you do it. No one should have to ask you. So that that, that was something that I feel like I kind of gleaned from leaders throughout my life in sports. Yeah, I think what you said is, is really important. There's that practice and preparation that needs to happen. Uh, kind of what you were talking about with, you know, not being the last to do something and, and kind of working together. If you're not doing that preparation and, and, and practice, like how are you even supposed to like reach those goals? You know, and on top of that, like I think sports teaches us to set goals and like set something that we're all working towards. Another thing that I kind of heard you talk about, Casey, was um, the contribution that you're giving to your team. And I, I feel like if you're not contributing, then the team's not winning. You know, everyone has to contribute in order to win, you know, and to, to reach those goals. Yeah, that's something that I would definitely agree with is that everybody has a role on the team. Whatever 
team you're in. Um, you know, I've been in the softball world, but everybody plays a role from a starter to a pinch runner to even someone who in practice is pushing the starters to make them better and, and fighting for a spot. Again, that that builds a culture of people working hard, of having that skin in the game so that they um, are motivated to go out and to work and to give their best in that moment. I think that something that we should remember is that being a leader on a team does not necessarily mean you have to be the team captain. And that could just mean being the guy who just walks up and gives a guy a compliment or gives a girl a compliment or gives them a high five or encourages them. You could, you don't even, you could create your own job title. You could call yourself the captain of your life or something like that, where it gives you the right to be able to dictate what you want out of your life. I feel like if you're not making your teammates better, then you won't succeed. Like what I'm trying to say is like, I, when I was playing softball, Like, we had to make each other better, otherwise we weren't going to succeed. So, like, for me, as the captain, I would say, like, after practice sometimes, you know, with people, get them a few more reps with grounders or a few more reps with their their swing and and all of that. Like, if, if we're not pushing each other and building each other up, like we don't succeed to reach those goals that we have, that we have set, whether if it's for ourselves or for the team. And, and I think that kind of, you know, is something that is important that, that goes into the working world as we grow up. Like the goal is to always make each other better. Like it's not always about yourself. And that's what I think makes a good leader. Uh, Something I was thinking about was in sports, there's always a scoreboard. Like we're always being evaluated on our performance and that's something that happens in sports, but it's also something that happens in the real world that like we're always being evaluated, like whether it is, you know, performance reviews or, you know, uh, conversations with our bosses or conversations with our employees, you know, there's a team aspect to it, like everyone's working towards the same goal, you know, the score on the scoreboard, but it's also a personal evaluation as well. Like how am I contributing to the win how am i contributing to this business to make it successful and i think that you could call the crowd your teammates um the umpires the coaches you could call those people stakeholders if you wanted to give them a business term and so i think that that can translate over to business because you're learning in sports, you're learning how to address your stakeholders, which is helpful because it better prepares you going into the business world to deal with a multifaceted stakeholder group where you're addressing your customers, your employees, your supervisors, you know, people that are not your supervisors but are in the business, so your HR, your finance, or whatever that may be. It prepares you to be able to deal with that dynamic grouping yeah and i think something else you're kind of talking about is is the sportsmanship you know being able to deal with those people you know the way that you interact with them and and respond to what they're saying and what they're doing comes from you know you can learn that from sportsmanship and sports yeah and i think taking it from a little bit different perspective when we're talking about how can things we see in sports leadership how does that transfer over to life? How does that um, go when we step out of sports and we step into the real world? And I've talked to Ben about this and I've talked to um, students that I've taught in softball about having a growth mindset that can 
um, help you in your sport, but it helps you outside of your sport of, you know, you said we're always being evaluated. So if I'm always being evaluated means I'm going to fail. We're not perfect. So how are we taking the failure and how are we learning from the failure and then adjusting to it instead of letting the failure be defeating? Are we seeing failure as a growth opportunity, something that we acknowledge and then we learn from it and then we actually go and make a change to grow through that failure and to get better? I think that's a big thing that in my mind, uh, especially playing a sport of failure, that you need to learn how to handle that failure and how that failure can um, transfer over into life because you're going to face a lot of tough situations in life, whether that's business, whether that's personal life, and how do we react when things don't go our way? Yeah, I think that's so important. You know, the whole dealing with failure and, and loss, you know, in a, in a sports side of it <laughs> dealing with a loss you know that's you didn't live up to the goal you didn't live up to the expectation and the way we respond and react to that and overcome adversity sometimes is you know an important skill to learn to bring into you know future life so you know as you know future parents you know the way that we react to that failure and the loss is is important I think that there's some cross, obviously there's some cross relationships between being on a sports team, being a parent, running a business. I think that there should be a concerted effort to recognize your emotions and understand that being able to handle your emotions well prepares you to be able to handle your emotions well in a different arena. So in a sports situation, if it's a high leverage situation, it's a very important moment in the game and you learn how to stay calm or you learn how to not let anger and frustration get the best of you that can translate over into your business aspects you could learn that skill in business that transfers over into your parenting i think that being able to handle your emotions and learn from situations in different arenas do help you as they cross over into a different, as you are in a different arena, be that parenting, business, social life, whatever that may be. And I know that that's what we're talking about, but just the recognizing the fact that that is something that should be sought after. And so I think just adding on to that of uh, all the emotions you face within sports and life is getting into self-discipline is how are we able to discipline ourselves, discipline our emotions to work for us versus against us. So emotions aren't inherently bad. You know, we're made to have emotions, but how are we having the discipline to take those emotions and use them, like I said before, to fuel growth and learning versus using them to kind of, you know, put ourselves down or have negative self-talk. And again, that's it's going to be a big thing when you know, athletes, it's a big transition from college athletics, then all of a sudden you're pushed into the real world with with jobs. And there is a lot of new emotions and new experiences. And so it's really important to be able to know how can I really control myself, control my emotions in specific environments um, and know how to best act and how to best communicate with other people. So for me, the point that I want to summarize is you don't have to have the title to be a leader. 
just create the title for yourself. Be the captain of your own life. You can be the lieutenant of your own life. You can be whatever title you want to give yourself. Be that and then embody that. One of my biggest takeaways is, you know, what I talked on of how do we approach failure? How do we grow from failure and how do we use everything we've learned in sports we we talked about self-discipline there's accountability being responsible uh, working hard how do we use all of those things to learn from failure to adjust to failure to grow through it and actually take steps forward and get better yeah and for me i think a good leader the important things is is the practice and the preparation you know being able to develop strategies for effective and efficient work um, so that when you are evaluated and it is time to um you know grow like you know what you're needing to get done in order and how to get it done in order to reach those goals so i think our one good idea is looking inward to develop yourself in order to become an effective leader. And that can be used in any arena in your life. So it doesn't just have to be sports. You can learn from your experiences in multiple arenas and be able to cross them over into other aspects of your life. I think that wraps it up for another sibling dinner episode. We hope you found something of value in this conversation and you can walk away with at least one good idea.